0: So today I'm excited to bring you one of um, my oldest, I guess, acquaintances friend, but she, we've grown up together and she is my accountant and I love working with Stacy. She's really good. She takes care of me. And for those of you, and I'll say this later on, I don't like accounting. I don't like the accounting side of my business. I'm not good at it. And I see it as one of my, or I'm not, I shouldn't say I'm not good at it. It's just, I don't want to do it. (laughs) So I talked with Stacy today about, small businesses and what's associated with small business and accounting and she's going to give us some tips and some things that we need to know if we are starting a small business. Some things like what taxes to file, you need sales tax and payroll tax and all these forms and stuff so I just leave all that to her but if you are starting a small business you need to know this because we don't want you to get a year down the road and then you get in trouble for not following this paperwork or for not paying these taxes in or for not making sure that you withheld this from your payroll taxes. So she's going to help us with that today and kind of give us guidance on if you need an accountant, what to look for in an accountant, and hopefully you'll take some great things away from this podcast. So without further ado, here we go. Hello, you're listening to Business Building by Design with your host, Emily Jansen-McGrath. I'm an entrepreneur, designer, mom, business coach, and lover of all things beautiful. Are you feeling overwhelmed, stuck, or don't know if you're in the right place or going in the right direction? Then you found me. I'm here to help you with everyday struggles, business solutions, and so much more. If you're ready to find actionable solutions, laugh, and maybe on occasion have a good cry then you've come to the right place. So sit back and relax or put your walking shoes on and let's go. All right, we're going to go ahead and start recording. But um and I okay. I'll go back and edit and all that stuff. So anyway, but okay. I'm so happy to have you here today. Thank you for having me. Yay. Um I don't know if you've listened to any of the podcasts or really know what we're doing, but um, I really am trying to just reach out to small business owners and I've been Mm -hmm. doing some private coaching with small business owners, just trying to help them get started because I had a mentor and I know that it's important for other people. You know, you don't want to reinvent the wheel or figure things out on your own because sometimes that's the hard way. So um, I'm super excited about this because this is probably not the, the furthest thing from my forte is accounting. Yeah. Not me. So (laughs) that's why I have you. And so, and I'm so grateful for you because you've helped me in a lot of different ways, but I just wanted to, you know, I sent you a brief outline or whatnot that we could talk about. And I think these are probably some of the most common questions that I have are how do I start my small business? Where do I even begin, especially financially? So I just kind of wanted you to speak to that and talk to us a little bit about some tips to starting a small business, what you need to know, what you need to do, uh, sales tax. Should I incorporate, should I become an LLC, you know, bookkeeping ideas, um, do I really need an accountant? A lot of people ask that. So me, yes, Mm -hmm. I say absolutely. Um, Mm -hmm. But I just kind of wanted you to speak to those things. So without further ado, I'll let you take over.
1: Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate your kind words and, you know, choosing a tax professional is very important to people that are wanting to get a small business started like you said there are so many questions and uh, you know i may get the same question from 10 different people and i may give them 10 different answers because so much is just dependent on what your goals are what your business is going to be you know what do you want to ha- get out of it at the end of the day so i guess i should start by saying what we talk about today is just general information and sure. Definitely not intended to be tax advice for anyone in particular. Like I said, everyone's situation is unique and you should definitely um, consult a tax professional before you make any any major decisions. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And Stacey, don't you think that, I guess that's one of the biggest reasons that you need an accountant is because everybody's different. There is no mm-hmm. black or white. I mean, it's everybody, it's, catered specifically to them and their needs so i think that's, that's one of the yes. biggest reasons
1: yes that's exactly right you know you like i said you you may come in here and i tell you one thing and somebody else may come in here with a similar situation but they you know we may come up with a different outcome for them sure. so sure. um it's always always specific and unique to that that particular client so i do think it's very important um when you do when you get ready to start a small business when you're ready to make that that jump and that leap of faith um to to have uh have the people that you need beside you to help you get through the hurdles and the obstacles and because there's a lot and it can be definitely be overwhelming if especially if you haven't dealt with anything like that in the past and you sure. know, if you've just been working for somebody, you know, make getting a W-2 and, you know, show up to work at eight and leave at five. And you can, I'm I'm sure you can attest being a business owner is completely different when you, when you have your name on the door and there's just, you have so many more hats to wear.
0: Absolutely. For sure. Okay. So let's start out with, um, I guess, what are the first steps that you would recommend for somebody starting a small business?
1: So, first of all, you know, the big thing is you need to decide what type of entity you want to be. What Do you want to be a um, a sole owner, just to have your name on it? Um, do you want to be an LLC? Do you want to be, there's so many different types of entities. Do you want to be an S corporation? Do you have a partner? Do you want to be a partnership? Um, do you want to be a C corporation? So, you have... Several different types of entities that you can choose from, and there again, that's going to be dependent on what um, maybe what your business is and what you intend to get out of it in the long in the long run. What we're seeing now is a big run on on LLCs, and these are limited liability companies. So what this does, even if you just want to be a sole owner. Um, and not be incorporated or be a partnership, you can still be an LLC as a sole owner, which gives you as the owner uh, limited liability protection. Say, for example, if uh, you know somebody tried to sue you, then they can only sue your LLC and not you individually. <clears throat> so you have a little bit more, I guess you could say legal protection Uh, With an LLC, and if you decide to do an LLC, you can also decide. You know, you can make an election to be an S corporation. Uh, You can make if you have a partner, uh, you can be an LLC and and have a partnership. So those are things that you really need to um, talk through with your tax advisor on what type of entity. It'll be best for you. Um, gotcha. the,
0: so, when do you know, like Stacy? When do you know when to make that jump from an LLC to a S corp or from an LLC mm-hmm. to a C corp? How do you know what level or where you're at with that?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Usually, what I advise clients to do that are just getting into the business, and especially if they're not really sure that's something they're going to do long term or not. I say let's just do a sole owner LLC. That way that requires the least amount of legwork, the least amount of paperwork. Um, it gives you some liability protection. Everything is reported on your personal tax return. So you um, you know if it works out for a year or two and you're thinking yeah um, this is I'm going to continue to do this then we may look and say okay at what level of profitability you want to um, maybe convert to an S corporation? Maybe save some income tax. Um, but, you know, a lot of times in the first couple of years of businesses, um, you know, you're going to have some losses more than likely. So right. being a sole owner LLC usually will afford you more opportunity to absorb those losses on your personal taxes. Gotcha okay so once you decide so kind of next step would be um you know i want to be an llc i want to be s corp so then generally we advise our clients to go you know once you decide what your name is you go see an attorney they're able to offer services to um up with the Mississippi Secretary of State. You have to register with them. They have to make sure your name is available to use. They do your organizational documents, um, articles of organization. Sometimes the bank requires additional documentation that an attorney can provide you. And then you can come back to your tax professional, and they can get you um, EIN for federal tax purposes. Uh, if you need one. You don't always need an EIN. um, If you're a sole owner and you're not going to have employees, you don't necessarily have to have a tax ID number. Uh, But now when you get to the point where you do have employees, uh, you need a tax ID number. Gotcha. And a lot of people too, Emily, will do for rental property for example sure they'll create an llc and uh, buy a building or house put their rental property in that Uh, you don't need a tax id number for that Um, sometimes the banks may require you to get one which you know that's no big deal but you know for the most part um, that's just something to like i said further discuss to see if do i need one or do i not need one Sure.
0: And I think we ran into that situation at one time, we had a bank that was requesting one. And, you know, even though I was filing, I had an LLC, but it was a sole owner and under my personal income tax, they were requiring mm-hmm. an EIN for that. So, but I just called you, you took care of it and we got it pretty quickly. So, yes. you know, sometimes yes. that happens. Okay.
1: Yes. Yeah, definitely. And then, you know, depending on what type of, business you have, if you're a retail business, if you're a restaurant, um, you may have to also register with other taxing authorities. Like if you're going to have to charge sales tax, um, you have to register with the Mississippi Department of Revenue. Uh, You have to get a number with them. You have to go online and get set up through their TAP, the TAP system, um, online, and they get you set up where you can remit your self tax every month sure Uh, if you have payroll you have to register with uh irs through their uh, eftps system so you can remit your payroll taxes um you know also you have to register with employees you have to register with uh the mississippi uh unemployment those taxes have to be remitted quarterly you have a lot of you may potentially have a lot of um, taxing authorities that you have to deal with and have to get set up with before you can start your business
0: well and i feel like the average person that starts a business I was talking to another business owner this morning and we were like most people go in thinking this is going to be so much fun I'm just going to go in (laughs) here and play and I'm going to go in and work a couple of hours then I'm gonna leave and it's done but they Mm -hmm. you know they don't expect all the back end and I think this is true this is not just for Mississippi this is like each state has its own um uh, format, just like the sales tax and the payroll and, and, um, you know, establishing the LLC or sole ownership or your S corp, it doesn't matter what state you're in. You still have all these things, but the average person starting a business has no clue about any of this. And I think that's where I've come in. People have asked me all the time, well, what do you do? You know, well, why are you doing this? Or, you know, but I think just getting this and educating people and, um, letting them know that they do need an accountant or maybe they, Mm. maybe they do their own accounting, but they need to know that all of these things are necessary because I think I've seen a lot of business owners get in trouble because they didn't know they were supposed to pay in sales tax. They just thought they were supposed to collect it, you know, um, (laughs) which is crazy, but you know, people have that thought process. So, um, you know, I think it's really important to have an accountant to, to, um, tell you all these things and and make sure that you're doing everything correctly because you definitely don't want to get stuck a year down the road and you haven't paid any sales tax in then you get in trouble
1: yes yes absolutely especially if they come knocking on your door and you know want to look at all your documentation and everything yes yeah they'll sell it and even if you didn't collect the sales tax you didn't realize you were supposed to be charging sales tax and they come in and and you know they can go back for three years and they'll mm-hmm. say well we don't care if you didn't collect it or not you owe it to
0: us right
1: so think about that three years worth of sales tax that you're gonna have to cough up as a business owner um, that could a lo- be a, hard a lot get. of money
0: yes for sure um yes yes Sometimes people ask me about, you know, what bookkeeping system should I use or how do I keep books? I know I know, the first couple of years that I was um, in business or the first year for sure, I did everything by hand, my own paperwork, things like that. Um, but what do you, I know that sometimes y'all connect with like QuickBooks and, and whatnot. Me personally, I don't like QuickBooks, but a lot of people do. So what do you think are some simple and easy bookkeeping Um processes for small businesses
1: yeah well definitely you know with bookkeeping my major recommendation is keep it simple and Uh and keep it affordable um you know we have a lot of clients that use quickbooks or quickbooks online um I'm not crazy myself about the QuickBooks online version. Um, It's completely different than the desktop version, but we Mm -hmm. have a lot of people that that use both. And of course you have a fee for that. Mm -hmm. If you have employees um, and you're doing payroll through that, you also have a payroll. So, you know, you could kind of start eating into some money there.
0: Sure.
1: Um, And it's all about the user. I mean, you know, a lot of times we'll get somebody's QuickBooks file. Just because you put it in there doesn't mean it's right. So, right. You know we may spend more time trying to fix what someone has put in there because it's not correct than they if they had taken the time like you did just to write it all down on a piece of paper. Sure. Um, but there are different applications out there. I mean you've got you know, like I said, the quickbooks. Um, there's a system called Wave Accounting um, that some of our clients use. That seems and, and user friendly. It's online as well. Just going to be dependent on, you know, what you can do, and uh, I guess what you're willing to learn. Some people just use Excel. Yes. You know, take your receipts every month get into an Excel you know your excel by category and then you have your totals at the end of the year.
0: right so um
1: it's all gonna be you know be dependent on what you have time to do and what what you want to do but I will say um you know definitely makes your tax preparer happy and I guess your wallet happy if you have everything organized. When you take it in for your taxes, if you bring sure. all of your receipts in in a shoebox um, and expect your your accountant to go through all of that, uh, that's going to cost you a chunk of money. So right. I say do it a little at a time and not wait until the end of the year where you're overwhelmed and you sure. have everything that you've got to go back and account for, and then you're trying to remember well this yes, and what was that for and uh, it was. Just would better if you get on a regular schedule.
0: Right. We try to do ours monthly, so like each month, I have a folder and we go through it and go through all our receipts, all our income that we took in, and we try to put it on a spreadsheet, an Excel. I like the Excel, but it's easy for me to use. It's simple. Which you do a lot of my accounting for me, so we just submit that sheet or that form to you at the end of the year, Mm -hmm. and then we're we're good to go. But definitely, um, don't wait till the end of the year and then decide to do it all (laughs) because then it's like (laughs) very overwhelming. And like you said, you don't know, you can't remember things or you've forgotten about this or that. But, um, and I think too, you know, uh, recognizing what your weakness is, I know mine is accounting. So, you know, instead of going through a year or two of business and then being all bum fuzzled and having to take everything to you and get you to figure it all out. That's definitely, you're not saving anything, no time or money. So it's better to, I guess, have all this established before you start and have that relationship with your accountant at the beginning so that you don't get into those situations.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's a great idea. And you know, a lot of accountants too, um, also provide bookkeeping services so if you say hey i want to pay you to you know to do me a financial statement every month or every quarter or every six months i'm bringing you my bank statements, and y'all deal with it i mean that that's also another option to kind of let the business owner get back to tending to business and then let the the accountant help you work up your financials on a on a monthly basis and then you kind of have a good idea of where you stand throughout the year as
0: well sure well and I think that's too a lot of people think if they hire an accountant they're all in they have to do everything but that's not so like you guys handle my my payroll taxes and things like that but I pay my sales tax each month and I do you know, a lot of the reporting to you. So I, I think you can go in at different levels. You don't have to spend an astronomical amount if, if you're able to do some things in your business.
1: That's exactly right. You know, you can, you can do a turnkey project mm-hmm. or you can, you know, piecemeal it. So just whatever works, works for the business owner um, that, that you have time and you know, are capable of doing, then a lot of people like to be hands-on.
0: Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about um, self-employment, like uh, paying in quarterly taxes or having estimated tax that you can pay in, or you may not want to at the beginning if you're going to probably file a loss, but individuals, self-employment, how does that work?
1: So if you own a business and say you're a sole owner LLC, um, all of that is going to be reported on your personal return. Any profit that you make uh, is subject to employment tax. And that's the tax in lieu of if you were a W-2 employee, your employer is taking out Medicare out of your W-2 wages self-employed you have to do that yourself on your profits so basically self-employment tax is basically an additional 15% tax on your profit gotcha so one thing to help mitigate having to pay so much in when you file your tax return Again, you would work with your, your tax professional to say, hey, I think I might have a $50,000 profit this year.
0: So they that could just come to up. you and say, hey, I think I'm going to like have a $50,000 profit. And then you can estimate how much they need to pay in quarterly.
1: Yes, yes. And that's, you know, for payments.
0: that just prevents you from having that lump sum at the end of the year. Yes. And you can choose Correct. to do that if you want to, but most people do not want to see that big chunk of change coming out at the end of the year.
1: Yes. I'd rather spend a little at a time than have to come up with a lot at once. Exactly. Yes. For mm-hmm. sure.
0: For sure. Um, okay. Stacey, do you think there's anything else important that we need to know when you're starting a small business?
1: Well, Definitely, you know, we've talked about the importance of, of an accountant. You know, make sure you get somebody that um, that can help you year-round uh, with year-round questions, with uh, tax planning at the end of the year. You know, a lot of people, you know, you may call in. December and say, Oh my goodness, I've got a hundred and fifty thousand dollar profit. What can I do? You know, right. wait until the last of December. You've about waited too long. Right. Um, but uh, you know, you need to give some time to help determine if, you know, hey, do we need to pay some bonuses at the end of the year? Do I need to buy some equipment? Uh, should I start a uh, retirement plan should I contribute to my IRA um, you know, all of that kind of comes into play when you're trying to plan in advance now if you've waited till after December 31st or even to the point when you're actually filing your return that's when you could you know with a big tax bill Always, you know, it's always good to stay on top of things. Um, and if my advice to people who might want to try to do it all themselves is just to make sure, you know, know what filings you have to do, what filing deadlines you have to make, you know, when is my payroll tax due? When is my sales tax due? When are my quarterly reports due? There are so many reports that have to be filed and filed on time or you know you're penalized sure so uh, I just you mentioned that earlier you know business owner may collect sales tax they didn't realize they had to remit it so right. um just you know staying on top of all of that so it doesn't come
0: back to uh you um, sure a very well I'm definitely an advocate for an accountant <laughs> <laughs> but you know definitely, so, because I don't you know, and two, I think that you try to do it on your own, and one, you're not knowledgeable, so you're spending time trying to figure out what you're supposed to be doing um and then two, it's taken away from your business, so you can't focus on what your business to generate income so i I feel like it's kind of like with me being an interior designer. it's best just to go ahead and hire that interior designer or that accountant because in the long run, they're going to save you a lot of money because they know what they're doing. It's exactly. just, it's just like my doctor. I don't go in and tell my doctor how I want him to treat me. I'm going to let my doctor do their thing. So I, I feel like mm-hmm. you're the same way. And I'm the same in the same way that you hire an accountant or an interior designer. It's going to save you. They know the best treatment for you. So I'm going to let them do what they need to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think yeah, too definitely good
0: advice it's um you know have establish that relationship with your accountant. I know Stacey and I have known each other for mostly all of our lives, but um we you need to have a good relationship with your accountant, you know if you don't feel like you can call them or contact them at all through the year or they put you off or you know it's time to get a new accountant um mm-hmm. You just, you need to have that relationship because they're important and it's important for you. So Stacey, yes, anything else? I think
1: that's important for small business owners to have a team on their side. I guess you could say, I mean, you need absolutely. You need to have your banker. You need to have your lawyer. You need to have your financial advisor. You need to have your accountant. All of these people work for you. And, you know, we're talking to all these different types of people, too, on a regular basis when we have a common client to make sure that everything is done correctly and all the legal stuff is done correctly, accounting stuff is done. Correctly. Sure. Everybody's on the same page, so... um, think it's it's very wise to um, you know, surround yourself with um, capable, trustworthy, and you know, experienced people.
0: Sure, and I feel like Stacy too. You're probably like this, like I am. If I can't help you, I'm going to send you to somebody that can. And um, you know, and I feel like you're the same way. Which we live in a small town, so everybody knows everybody. But if I can't help a customer, then maybe Mary Catherine or Chad can, or I can send them to somewhere else or, you know, and I feel like you're the same way. If you're not a right fit for Stacy, mm-hmm. I'm sure she's going to refer you to someone else that is, or, um, if you live in another location, you have connections that you can probably refer to somebody to an accountant somewhere else. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's, it's about finding the right fit and someone that's going to be beneficial for you. Absolutely. So, okay, Stacey, anything else you'd like to tell us?
1: Well, I think that's it. Do you have any other questions that have, have been asked you that maybe... We haven't talked about I think we've touched on a little bit of everything.
0: I think we have. I think it's a good start. And, you know, I'd love to get you to come on maybe once a quarter or something like that. So we could kind of go through step by step what each, you know, each quarter, what people need to be looking at. But um, mm-hmm. I do have a question about one of my accounts. They keep sending me uh, that I owe money and then I pay it and then they send me the refund check back. So I don't know what's going on <laughs> with that. So that's in my tap account. <laughs> but we'll, we'll look at that. I'll, I'll message you about that that Yes, because it keeps happening and I just don't understand. And they keep telling me that I owe the money and then we pay it. And then they send me the refund check back. So I'll, I'll send you a message shortly about that. So anyway, but thank you so much, Stacey, for coming on today. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and I enjoy getting to talk to, to Stacy, my accountant, and she's just really wonderful. And anytime that I need her, she's there. She's there to answer questions for me or to give me advice. And she really takes into account my business and my needs. And, you know, you really need to find someone that fits you and your business. So make sure that you kind of shop around. Make sure that, again, like Stacy said, they're available to you all throughout the year not just at tax time because you have a lot to do and you want to pour that time into your business. You don't want to be spending that time running in circles trying to figure things out. Let the professionals do what they do. So find that right accountant for you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you like listening to us make sure you subscribe or you follow us and you leave a review. We get most of our great feedback from our reviews and also that helps boost us in the ratings and postings. So that helps us be seen. So if you think that you would like to listen to more of our adventures and things that we have going on, then make sure you subscribe or follow. Also, if you think you'd be interested in becoming a client or customer of mine, then make sure that you leave us a message. Um on Facebook, Instagram, or you can even email us in the link attached to this in the show notes. So I look forward to talking to you again. We've got some great and exciting things coming up and I will see you soon.